This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Tiki and Tierney on the fan. Tiki Barber. You gotta stop saying the Giants have already exceeded expectation, so there's no pressure come this playoffs. You gotta stop believing that they've already achieved a goal by getting to the postseason. Brandon they need to divorce themselves from preconceived notions about Zach. If they don't allow the offensive coordinator to have juice, then they are destined to fail forever. They can't shove Zach Wilson down the throat. Tiki and Tierney on the fan, 1019 FM and the Odyssey. Da, 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 da. Hey, what's happening? 1002 on the fan. It's the Tiki and Tierney show. How are we doing today? How is everybody feeling today? Tiki, how are you today, not buddy? Not good if you're a Buccaneers fan. My brother's got to be despondent down there in Tampa. Oof. Look, this, 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 Hulk this, Hogan, too. Uh, John Daly. <laughs> they had the A-team out there. Daly slinging back whiskeys. Hogan firing in steroids in the box. Was the newest Must Hall of Famer, time. Freddie McGriff, there as well? I didn't see the crime dog. The crime was he dog. there? I don't know, but he has a, he helped start Bowl Memorial down there. Anyways, my point is, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were horrendous yesterday. Oh, These are their series. Punt, punt. Interception, punt, end of half. Punt, punt. Oh, they scored a touchdown late in the third quarter. Downs, touchdown with two minutes to go, and downs. I mean, they were just horrendous. And it all stems uh, from the fact that Tom Brady is just done. He's 45 years old, soon to be 46 years old, and he doesn't have that it anymore. And it sucks. Now, he's likely done in Tampa because why would you run that back if you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? He is going to be a free agent, and he's going to be available for a lot of teams. So I ask you this, BT, because so much of the Jets' postmortem was about what do they do next. If Tom Brady is available, did the Jets want Tom Brady? I mean, because he's he's going to keep playing. Oh, what is this he's one of those guys that just can't seem to <laughs> let it go. You win a Super Bowl at 42 years old. Hang it up, dude. At 40, whatever it was, 44 years old. Hang it up and go out on top like John Elway. Be a champion in a new spot. Instead, he just keeps running it back and back and back. It's getting back. pathetic at this it's point. It's getting pathetic, but he's going to be a free agent. 
Do the Jets want I don't Tom want Brady him. at this point? I, listen, at this point, he's starting to resemble, you know, I thank God I got married when I did because I'd probably be this guy, <laughs> this loser that I'm about to describe. You know, the guy with the receding hairline uh, who's got the sports car. Not that I've ever had a sports car, but the sports car parked outside. For some reason, he's still wearing skinny jeans. <laughs> and he's got like one or too many buttons open with a big fat silver cross or some silver medallion hanging out. And and he's going into the club with the 22-year-old kids. Dude, it's over. Call it a day. Uh, you, you look woefully out of place. It's one thing for like Tiger Woods to will himself to a tee box. It's one of one. He can kind of blend in, and the young bucks around them can crank it 360, and we can sit there, ah, Tiger, there we go. You know, it, it's <laughs> sentimentally, it, it, it scratches that itch that yeah. so many of us still have as it pertains to sports. But when you're a quarterback and you've got 10 other cats relying on it, I'll tell you something else. Like, you know, it's one thing if Tom Brady's going to light me up, as he often does his teammates when they run the wrong route or whatever. And he's Tom Brady. You got to kind of swallow it and take it like a big boy. When Tom Brady start doing these gyrations when he's missing me by five feet, I'm going to go up and say, dude, shut the F up. I'm, I don't want to hear it anymore. You suck. I mean, Tom Brady looked awful. And all due respect, he's obviously the greatest of all time. But to me, like, he, he's just, he, it, it, he, he's not scared. That's, that's completely dumbing it down and, and oversimplification. He doesn't want to get hit, though. Mm -hmm. And the way he's getting rid of the ball fast and anticipating getting hit, it's just led to this complete ugly erosion of what was once a beautiful thing to watch. No, So, no, in a long-winded way. And, by the way, is this your way? Is this your way of jabbing me? Yes. It is because there are so many options. So out you're there. Got, you're getting ready for the Eagles, <laughs> and you're asking me now. He's laughing. Are you serious about the Brady question? Well, Honestly, I mean, potato to the Jets. You it's, serious? It's come up, and because there's so many things, or so Brady. many players that are going to be free agents in the quarterback position next year, including our guy Daniel Jones. You know, I'll take him. <laughs> no, you're not getting. I'll him, take sorry. him. Uh, Geno Smith. He's he's technically free agent. I'm just talking the technical you know, free we, agents. We can't though, go there. Even again. though they're not going to be free agents, but you know, Tom Brady is certainly one of these. Derek Carr is going to be one of these. Lamar Jackson is technically going to be one of these. These are all excluding the franchise tag that could be added. And so as we think about the Jets and who's what their quarterback situation is like, it's not just going to be Zach and nobody. It's going to be Zach and somebody. How about Zach and Mike White? Uh, Run it back. Yeah, really? With a, with a different coach and a better offensive line. You don't it's really, cheaper. You don't really want that. Well, listen, here's what I don't want. Listen, I'm on the record. I don't want Tom Brady. That, that's, nothing's going to change my mind. Now, of course, if somehow Brady magically comes here, Yes, I will conjure up excitement. Yes, I will be down. Yes, I will hope for wins. I'm not going to like resent it the whole year. But I'm let, let me beat you to some other questions here. Number one, I'm not interested in giving up two number ones and big money to Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. Number one, people think I'm nuts with that. That's my position. Number two, which is really number one, Brady's cooked. I want no part of, of him. Carr is is obviously interesting, so I put Carr over here. Jimmy G's always hurt, although I know he's a possibility. Rodgers is a pipe dream. There's not a starting uh, draft option in the 2023 draft. And, you know, I, I, I'm going to throw a name. You're going to think I'm absolutely bonkers. I'd rather keep my money and keep my draft equity and get Baker for a year. Baker Mayfield? <laughs> 
It's like he's a backup, dude. You're losing my mind, dude. You, you are losing Half your I'm mind. I'm losing my I just said no to Brady, no to Lamar, so the, and yes the to the Baker The only Mayfield. reason you would want <laughs> Baker over Tom Brady of the money. is because, one, well, the money, just looking at the market valuations, which aren't meaning anything because the deal still got to get done, whatever the deal is going to be. But Baker's market val is $5 million, maybe six, because he's a backup, right? He's not going to challenge to be a starter. But he would here, which is why Tyrod Taylor got eight million. So he's gonna get at least sixteen yeah, over two. Yeah. So he's gonna get he's gonna get twenty two million dollar deal somewhere. Yeah, over two years. Yes, no, you're right. You know what I mean? But, but so when he if Baker is here, the only reason you would want Baker to be the Jets on the Jets roster is because Zach could potentially beat him out. If it's Derek Carr, Zach's not beating him out. No, it's Derek Carr's job. Even if it's Tom Brady Tom Brady's not valeting for for Zach Wilson and no. saying, "Yeah, all right, kid, you're going to take my job in three weeks." You know, it's Tom Brady's gig. Uh, Lamar, it's Lamar's gig. Almost all of these guys, except for Baker Mayfield, it's it's whoever that quarterback's gig. It's his gig. Zach has just got to sit and wait and maybe beat him out. So I think the challenge, if you're a Jet fan, is are you done with Zach? And if you are, who's replacing him? Mm-hmm. If you're not done with Zach. Who you bring it in for him to compete with? That's, the only that, reason that's the that's the difference. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. T. The only reason you asked me this is because of Brady's performance. He's not going back to Tampa. Yeah. And by the way, Todd Bowles is wretched. I it's just I know it's not all his fault, but no. man, how uninspiring is that guy? Very. Oh, very. He's just. I mean, some of it is oh. luck because he hasn't had the good quarterbacks when he was here. He didn't have a good quarterback in, oh. except for the Fitzpatrick magic for yeah. a little bit. And then once he got the head coaching gig at Tampa, Tom Brady's done. And, look, I mean, that, their offensive line was compromised in Tampa. You're right. Tom is getting rid of the ball as fast as, I mean, it's, I think he's number one in the league. He is. In, in, in time from snap to release of the football. Part of that's because of the offensive line. It's also because, you know, this is what he built his career on in New England. It's just, the, except the offense is vastly different in Tampa, and it just feels like you throw three-yard passes over and over and over again with very little success on the shots that he takes downfield. Therefore, you go three and out. And you throw on the fact that he, they have no run game and he throws the ball 66 times a game, bad things are going are bound to happen. How do you, in today's NFL, with the rules and the athleticism, how do you throw it almost 70 times and barely score? Because you're That's not a garbage. You know, I mean, really think be, about be, that. Because Tom is not the same player. He's just, he's just not. He he doesn't see it the same. Teams are not scared of him. No, you remember back when Peyton Manning went to Denver, mm-hmm. and those last couple of years. This is after the surgery. This is after he's you know he's lost his fastball for sure, but he also lost his ability to throw the deep ball. Teams just would just sit on him. Mm-hmm. So if you watch the Cowboys, they know they're going to get home in three and a half seconds. So all they do is sit on Tom Brady because they're not they're not afraid of some him throwing the ball over top of him. And so he has nowhere to go with the football. They're running short routes, they're sitting on short routes, and there's nowhere to there's nothing to do. He's not scrambling. So Tom is just he's antiquated. And it's, it's, <laughs> he's antiquated. It is, I'm serious. That is a really nice but I know it's mean the same exact thing, but man, that's a nice way to say he old. He's, he's just yeah. He's anti- he has reached the antiquated just, phase of but, his distinguished but the way career. He's he, old. The way that he has success is done uh-huh. in the NFL. Yeah. No, I agree. I tell you, you know, I don't even really I don't even really feel doing the show today. I gotta be honest. This, this is my lot in life, Hoff. Dove. How pathetic <laughs> is this? This guy gets to waltz in for the whole week. 
like he got to waltz in for the whole week last week, get ready for his Giants to play a playoff game, which, by the way, Carl Banks tomorrow. We've got Julian Love on Thursday. They have a practice a little later, so we had to push back Julian, uh, who usually joins us on Tuesdays. Julian will be on Thursday, just an FYI. And I get to sit here and get asked, and, and in a mocking I'll give you credit. You hit it. You hit the, the tone that not really, but I know you, in a derisive manner, if I'm interested in bringing a fossil, a 47-year-old guy who's done to be my quarterback next year for the Jets, this because, is my life. It's only because I've heard it. It is awful. I've heard I've heard it. Tom Brady's going to end up with the Jets. I haven't that, said that. I, I, have, I have not said that once. You have it because I know you don't want him. I don't want him. You, you prescribe to the he's done. I think Giselle broke him. I, I, I like this. I, this is a deeper. Th- I think he is. I think he's emotionally broken. Yeah, I mean it's it's. I don't want to say it's sad because he's at, he still had an unbelievable career, and when ultimately that's what we're going to revert back to when we talk about Tom Brady. But watching that game last night, it was just. I I felt bad for him because he just he he still thinks he has it. Yeah, I don't feel bad for him. He retired, then he unretired. I mean, I yeah. don't feel, I don't feel badly for him. Uh, I I just it's painfully obvious that it's done. Do you think Giselle watched the game? My, my wife asked me that last night. You think she watched the game? No, I don't think so. A scorned woman just checks out. You think she <laughs> hoped he, he gets sacked eight times? She probably did because his kids. Because that, that's that was my answer because of the kids. kids. Yeah, she he, she probably did. Yeah, I don't want him. It what a stark contrast. You know, it's funny, and I'll tell you this too: when you compare the Jets and the Giants side by side for a moment, one thing that I said that many of us said, and here we are. Yet it's really the complete antithesis of what we thought would transpire. Many of us said, and I, in a weird way, we weren't wrong. But you can't hang your hat on this because where we are right now, the Jets have so much more talent than the Giants. How many times did you hear that yeah, this year? A lot. You heard it a lot. A lot. And look what we're talking about. A forty soon-to-be 47-year-old quarterback um, as a possible option. A guy who may or may not have wanted to play this weekend and, and, and abandon his team. I don't really know what the deal is with Lamar, so I want to be mm-hmm. fair. But even if he's not fully healthy and he could not go, do you really want to give up multiple ones? Do you really trust the longevity based on stylistically how we play? Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt every single year. Baker Mayfield's a retread. This is what we're talking about with my team and with your team. Guess what you're getting ready to do? Win again. Yeah, go You're to getting the ready to win another game and get a step closer to where you almost always get. You know why? The Super Bowl. You know why? Why? Because we have a quarterback. It's always. <laughs> we're taking him. It's always. A, you're not taking him. What would you do if the Jets offered him $53 oh, million dollars a year? Revolt. Let's go. It would be a revolt. I want in, Jones in, on the Jets. It would be a revolt. <laughs> In New York Giants land. And by the way, how about some people? I know Dak was very good last night. Talk about being a prisoner of the moment. Some of these shows this morning, oh, Dak Prescott had the best game of the weekend. No, he didn't. That was still Daniel Jones. (laughs) Still Daniel Jones. Still Daniel Jones. Agreed. 877-337-6666. Tiki and Tierney on the fan. Do I want Tom Brady? Uh, friends of Town Fair reminds you that you always get the guarantee lowest price on name brand tires from Connecticut to Maine. Nobody beats Town Fair tire. Nobody. I don't know. Maybe you want Tom Brady. We get Julian Love on Thursday. We get Carl Banks tomorrow. Tiki and Tierney out of the shoot. Busy Tuesday on the fan. Chargers and the New York Giants have exchanged their draft picks. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Hey, where's the Jets promo? Sam Darnold, USC. Zach Wilson, BYU. 
You know, one thing that's that's very evident here is uh, the the shifting of wins at the quarterback position, not just from a name perspective, but how uh, these these names are young. Mm-hmm. You know, J- Daniel Jones, obviously, centrally for us. He's 25. He's going to be 26 next year. Purdy's a kid, 23. Lawrence is a kid. He's 23. Josh Allen, mid-20s. Joe Burrow, mid-20s. Jalen Hurts is a kid. Uh, Mahomes, I believe, is the oldest in the AFC at 27. And mm-hmm. Dak last night is just south of 30, and he's the oldest winning quarterback. Yeah. So, you know, the days of seeing guys, not that you can't win playoff spots, uh, and maybe this is a one-year anomaly, but it seems like it's been a a big recalibration well, of the, the quarterback it's, it's, position. It's the changing of the guard, which has been, I don't want to say necessary, because it's, look, It was if you're a Buccaneers fan, it was great to see Tom Brady at 44 come down there and win a championship. If you're a Packers fan or just an NFL fan, it's great to see Aaron Rodgers win two back-to-back MVPs, but, you know, fall short, whatever. He, he was playing great football. But at some point, it's like, all right, enough already. Let's get to the new guys, the younger guys, and, and let's champion them instead. And it's starting to happen on the playoff stage, which is kind of what you would expect, mm-hmm. right? Eventually, these young kids start to get it. Right, Daniel Jones is starting to get it. Um, Dak had a great day yesterday. Brock Purdy is unbelievable. He's six and zero in his six starts. You know, one of them being in the playoffs. Obviously, he he looks like he gets it right away. Nobody had any expectation for him. So you just, I just love the transferring of the of the of the passing of the baton. I guess is the is the way to say it. All right, eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six is our number. Just a heads up, we've got Carl Banks tomorrow. Uh, at 1140, we've got Julian Love on Thursday at 1130. Brian Dable is going to speak at around 1215 today, so we'll monitor that. If he says anything, uh, we'll certainly bring it to you. And by the way, just another thing from last night. Jerry Jones said it, that he's going to roll back with Brett Maher, or Howard Maher, Maher, however you say his name. <laughs> uh, you want to talk about a complete malfunction of the mind, um, of like a public disintegration almost of... The most basic athletic principles. It, it was sad. Yeah, it was sad to it, see that. Yeah, you don't you don't Ugh. often see that kind of ineptitude. What is he? One of five, and he missed four straight. One of five, an extra point. Four straight, <laughs> and like it was crazy because and you can see because we've all done this on the golf course. Like he misses it one way, then he overcompensates, then he misses it the other way. Yeah, I mean, how do you bring him back to kick against the Niners? Well, they are. I know. Well, it, they well, say that. They say it, but it's a short week. And how are you? I mean, you're almost stuck with Maher because it's a short week. And do you have time to come bring in? I don't know, three kickers to try out. I guess maybe, but I, I don't. I don't know how it works with the rosters anymore. You used to have to be on the roster at a certain point, but they changed it because of COVID. They could bring somebody in if they want. They yeah. absolutely could. So it's different, but it's doable. I, I mean, he's been good most of the he's year. He's had a really good year. You know, this is how this is how nuts your partner is. So Colt asked me. He saw the first couple last night. We yeah. watched obviously first James couple couple misses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Dad, what happened?" You know, I didn't even want to talk about it because <laughs> I didn't want to plant any seeds in my mind. I'm like, "Oh, I don't, I don't want, I don't want yeah. any wires to get crossed up." And him start throwing the ball from shortstop into the stands. Like that's how bad it was. <laughs> you don't even, you don't even want to acknowledge that. That's like shooting air balls on 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 free throws or an aversion to shooting like Ben Simmons has battled or you can't hit a putt. You got the oh, I don't know, son. He's had a rough night. We're he gonna, really we're gonna keep hasn't it at that. had an issue. His last missed extra point was in Indy, 
back in week 13, but they destroyed Indy. It's 54 to 19, so it didn't even matter. Yeah, but these things usually don't slowly bubble. They yeah. usually just kind of happen. You they know? just happen. All right. We got a lot to hit. 877-337-6666. First up, we go to uh, Stanford, Connecticut. What's happening, Jeff? How are you? Hello, gentlemen. How are you doing today? We're good. What's up, Jeff? What up, Jeff? Nothing much. I just um, had a question about your opinion about last night's game. And in the time I was waiting, it went from a one-part to a two-part question. Yeah. Yeah, so um, if, if you were to leave the, the Bucks as is and just put Daniel Jones in instead of Tom Brady, I'd like to know if you think – Mm. The Bucks would have won that game. Mm. Interesting. Well, and then the second part, it's if a good, you were to leave the team completely as is, the Bucks, and have Belichick coaching it, do you think they would have won? I don't think no. coaching would have helped last last no. night because Tom Brady just looked overmatched. Right, mm-hmm. he didn't know where he wanted to go with the football a lot of times, and even when he did decide where he was going with the football, it was late and he was mechanically wrong, like off his like. Like plant, like there was no hip movement. It was just kind of throwing the football with his arm. Now, with that being said, if Daniel Jones is the quarterback, do they win? I don't know. Dak was elite last night. He, didn't start well though. He didn't, but he didn't was, start well. Misfired. Remember that screen yeah, pass? He misfired yeah, by a couple but, of yards. Yeah, he was went, 0 for two, 0 for three. Yep, they went three and out twice in a row. Uh-huh. Punt, punt. Meaning but, there was a window. If it was Jones or somebody who yes. played well, you jump out seven zip. Yeah. Totally different game. I, I, Possibly, I think. Daniel Jones makes it more of a competitive game. 100%. Because he's worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole. Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply we really need new phones t-mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iphone 15s and each line is only 25 dollars a month new iphone 15s it's better over here. only at t-mobile get four iphone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Selling a little or a lot? <coughs> Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all in one e commerce platform to their in person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And 
sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Scrambling, he's moving with Micah Parsons and, you know, Lynn Lawrence, those guys getting after Tom Brady, at least, that, you know, heating down his throat. I think that, I think that Daniel Jones makes it more interesting, but the way that, the Cowboys played after their first two series. I mean, they were they were elite. They they were they were great offensively. And Dak, you got to give him credit, even though for the last I don't know month I haven't really trusted Dak. He looked great last night. Oh, he's been a turnover machine, a consecutive pick streak, and yep. a little bit sloppy for sure. A little reluctant to run. He just did not play particularly well at all. I would say, you know, it's unfair to say that. Oh yeah, that they would win with Jones. I think it's number one. It's unfair to to put. All of that on Jones because they looked so inferior mm-hmm. in so many spots. The Bucks. It's also unfair to say that to to Dallas. Dallas played outside of the first couple of the series, as you chronicled. They they played a really good game. They did, but it's a four quarter game with Jones, I believe. Yeah, and that it, I believe. And it's, I mean, the the Cowboy, the the Buccaneers. What did they have? Twelve carries, sixty six of them. Looking at now, sixty six attempts. 12 carries. That's good balance. Good job. There you go. What the hell? I mean, it's like Texas Tech or some other, you know, I don't know. I forget what conference they're in now. Everything changes. But, you know, one of those pass-happy schools. We run to take a few kneels. It's a Mike Mike Leach offense back in the day. May he rest in peace. Meanwhile, on the other side, the Cowboys, 33 passing attempts, 35 rushing attempts. Oh, that's that's beautiful. Mike's up in Poughkeepsie. Mike's on the Fantiki interior. What's up, Mike? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? We're Good. good. What's up, Mike? All right, so here's here's my quick thing, because I listen to you guys a lot. I hit my lunch break the same time you guys are on. BT, yes. You let's go with this real quick. Would you say a fair goal you'd be happy if the Jets made the playoffs next year? Uh, well, listen, the, the the immediate answer is yes. I'm not, I'm not going to try to front. Of course I'd be happy. Right, like you can't. Yeah, so the answer is yes. The answer is yes. Yeah. Right, right. Playoffs would be a good start. So then I heard <laughs> you a few times during the – during the season saying, which I agree with you, this defense is so strong and some of the young talent around is so great that you would need nothing more than a competent, average quarterback to reach that goal, correct? Uh, that is correct. I know where you're going. So why wouldn't Brady so, fit why so, wouldn't Brady fit that bill of competence? He would. So a, but it's a one year band aid. Okay, but but where else do you go next season outside of that? So the guy was, and, and I don't think he looked great last year, but I also don't think he looked great when he threw his last interception out of his own end zone in New England and then came back and won a Super Bowl. That's I know point. a lot of people wrote him off then, too. Definitely. This guy, and listen, I'm a Raiders fan. I got to deal with the tuck rule. This guy <laughs> was third Third in the league in passing yards this year. Yeah, but he threw oh, the whoa, ball seven hundred and twenty five yeah. okay. times. Well, what about what about eighth in the league in touchdowns? Yeah, look, he threw it seven hundred and twenty five uh, times. Yeah. I mean, you can't. You know, there's been seven hundred pass attempts in the NFL 
BT and I looked at this the other day. Breeze I was one. I want to yeah, say Drew Breeze, Breeze was the earliest. Bledsoe. Bledsoe had it one time, but it's, it's, it's only three, been like maybe? yeah, it's only been like eight times. That's very short. And Tom Single Brady digits. has three of them, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. And and this one was an NFL record in pass attempts. The number of pass attempts that he had. Now part of that's because they can't run the ball worth crap uh, down there in Tampa. Their offensive line has had injury issues. Um, they're beat up. They lost. They lost a lot of continuity from you know from two seasons ago. But this is how Tom would want it, right? When you come out of halftime in this game, and it, it wasn't – I mean, it, it's starting to get away. I think it was 18 to nothing at halftime because he missed all the extra points. It was 18 to nothing at halftime. Um, you come out and you throw the ball three straight plays and go three and out. Come on. That was gross. Right? It's just – It's gross. What are, what are you doing? You're not out of the game. Just run the football. Find a way to find some balance because the – the Cowboys knew exactly what to expect. Mm-hmm. Exactly. From series three to series fifteen, whatever, whatever however many series they ran. How about Mark, who's out in Beth Page as he checks in on the fan? Well, let's go to Mark. Good morning to you. Good morning, BT. Tiki, how you guys doing? We're good. What's up, Mark? Very well. Thanks, Listen, bud. I got a question to ask you guys. Why are we even talking or even thinking about Tom Brady coming to New York? Why not? Tiki is. <laughs> I, I, this is really, this is really a quarterback conversation. It's about the quarterbacks in the right. NFL. And Tom right. Brady is, I mean, historically, he's one of the greats. But he's not going to be a He's not going to be a buck next year. I mean, he was, he's been terrible, even oh. though the stats will tell you he's had a great season. He has not been that good. And he's got to land somewhere. And okay. the Jets are, are a real possibility. I, uh, no, don't even say a real possibility. Who was the arch... BT, who is the arch enemy of the Jets for the last twenty years? It's the Pets. Come, come on, man! You I hear you. I mean, re- you can't do this. You'll have every Jet fan. Are you a Yankee fan. fan? Are you a Yankee fan? I'm a Mets fan. I, I doesn't. This example won't work, but I, it'll. I'll use it anyways. Roger Clemens. Johnny okay. Damon. Yeah. Wade Boggs. No, look at you I mean, going old school. It happens. Old school. Bob the Hop. How about the Wade Boggs? I got, I got a football boy. Here's a football one I'm for you. I'm proud of you. You're, you're soon to be Hall of Famer. Darrell Revis. It happens. It year. happens. And what? Do you, and here's the other question I have to ask you. So, do you mean that you take down number twelve from the Ring of Honor to give it to him to play? No, there's no <laughs> chance in hell that's no happening. Way. Oh, okay, yeah. well that's like the same thing. You know, Mark, you're tapping into something that I didn't even address here because Tiki just hit me with this asinine <laughs> question out of the shoot, and he kind of caught me off guard. <laughs> no, I don't want Brady. Uh, but the thing too got your, got your interest sparked. A little bit. Got your and, blood and, and, yeah, well, the blood's the blood's pumping. That's for sure. And you asked me about like when Revis comes up. I'll be honest with you. I don't feel the same way about Revis. I just don't. Like if if Klecko and Revis are both in Canton this summer, and and, mm-hmm. and they will be, uh, I'm feeling you, a lot more think... about Klecko. When I saw Revis's whole career, I didn't see Joe's like the. I don't remember Joe's early yeah, start. Revis is a turncoat. He won a championship with the Pats. You think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer? Revis? Yeah. 100%. One of the greatest quarterbacks I've ever seen. i got to keep it real. No doubt. Yeah. But there's that. His success was limited to only like four seasons, though. I understand that. But when you look at that, when you shut down Megatron, when you yeah. shut down Ocho Cinco, when yeah. you shut down these guys his in there, would, Steve Smith, in their prime. His peers would say he was the he be- was best that they faced. Phenomenal. He, he was the best that they faced. They would His peers would say that. Without even hesitating. Okay, so a question to you. Because yes. I understand the reason that he turned and went to New England, so that's the reason why to cut off Revis. How about... But he didn't go right to New England. That's the difference. Went to the Bucks. Right. Went to the Bucks. Okay, but listen, he that's also horrendous. Cool. Yeah, he, yeah, he did. Yeah, <laughs> he, was he wasn't very good. 
there. It's also your career. You want to extend it. You want to get the best opportunity to win a Super Bowl. That's fine. I get get that. What about... Odell Beckham Jr., who's tweeting at everybody in the world, Justin <laughs> Jefferson, yes, the other day on Sunday, being like, "You'll get the next one. Don't worry, just keep your head up or whatever." Like, talk about that. Like, you're a former Giant. The Giants are playing versus the Vikings, and he's sending tweets out to Justin Jefferson. That well, uh, listen, I'll, worse. I'll, I'll let Giant fans carry that cross. I, I've got enough things I've got to worry about. Got to worry about what he's tweeting mm-hmm. about his, uh, the, you know, to a guy who's playing his former team or played. I, I don't even. Well, yeah, but hold on. I do find that stuff let, interesting, let me, let me but I got my up, own things let me, here. Let me back up my on 30 problems. on that one. Let's a 30 on this one. Giants fans, do you think Odell Beckham Jr. identifies as a New York Giant? In his mind or with in, the fans? In his mind. Not think, as much as Giant fans hope that he exactly, does. Exactly right. I think Odell Beckham Jr. has turned into this man without a home. Mm-hmm. It just, he just He's just in the ether. Like, we know how great he was. Historically, especially his first, whatever, three or four years, you can't you can't ever ignore what he did. But I don't think in his mind he's like, I'm a New York Giant at heart. Once a Giant, always a Giant. He's never saying that. I agree with he's that. He's never saying that. I agree with that. And so he's just kind of around. He knows everybody. Everybody knows him. Mm-hmm. He's actually a good dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, guys love to hang and mess with him. But I don't think he's like, that, that giant for life. He's no, just not. I don't either. I think somebody like Carmelo Anthony, who didn't even start here and started with Denver and played on some other teams after the Knicks, Good I point. think certain Carmelo views the Knicks like in his heart and soul much more than Beckham, who started with the Giants, views the Giants. Yeah. I can't prove that, but that's my belief. That's based on what I just, well, you, you can kind of feel it, you know? I'm all out of whack today. This guy hit me with dumb <laughs> questions here. That's a great um, question. It is, actually. Listen, you are right. It's not dumb. He is going to be free, and he is Tom Brady, and he's going to play somewhere. I think he plays again. So, I get it. It's it's a logical ask, but uh can't entertain this all day here, T. We need your second opinion. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. All right, Teak and Tierney back on the fan. What's happening, everybody? It's 1044. Hopefully you're doing great. Calls are hot out of the shoot. 877-337-6666. That Giants energy is is obviously there. There will be no dissipation this week. Mm-hmm. Got to pace yourself, those guys. It's only <laughs> Tuesday. You got to pace yourself. That Eagles game, not those... Saturday night, and when you really have to pace yourself, is before the game. Yeah. Like, I could, this is going to sound ludicrous. I can see a fair amount of Giant fans, like, I mean, the younger, I don't mean, you know, overwhelming majority, but some, and I don't want this to happen to anybody, you know, two, three, four hours before the game, being so intense Mm -hmm. and getting so into it that they ruin their experience for the game. Oh, I see. Because I've seen that happen to people. Yeah, but down there, you, that's the last place you want to be like compromised. I mean, before. on your couch even. Oh, true, uh, true. Anywhere. True, but if you're traveling down Oof. there, you want to be of your most right mind. Yeah. Because <laughs> the Philly fans get a little crazy. So I was listening to Cartner Roberts on the way home, as I usually do, right? And, and Evan was telling Craig that he's thinking about taking his oldest son, Jet, to the yes, Giants-Eagles game. I was game. listening to that. And Carton had my reaction. Like, what are you, nuts? First mm-hmm. of all, the price, it's crazy. Now, if, if you're a Giants fan, that's one thing. So, but what I don't think Craig said this because I didn't hear the whole conversation. I had to get out of my car. What I would think is, don't you think that's a little risky on the part 
oh, of Evan to to create a fan in the Giants. Think about it: the Giants huh. win, yeah, but and I, little young impressionable Jet. But how old is Jet? I think he's six or five. Mm, well, I five mean, or six. He could be turned. At that's six, what I'm saying. At six, you can be turned. That's what I'm saying. If it's, if it's eight, and he's more like aware of his fandom. Yeah. I, Doubt you can well, I turn think with that kid. father, I think he's been aware of his fandom true, since the moment he true. came out of the womb. I think he's been but keeping it, notes of but games. But at six. When he was uh, two months old, there scoring is a, games. There is a chance that it, just a little feeling yeah. of doubt. Think about could that. Just sit there. You never know. And then all of a sudden, the Giants beat the Eagles. Then they go out to San Francisco, and you're kind of just watching because it's a football. It's a championship game. Of you're course. watching. And Jet finds himself kind of just rooting for the Giants and just then, a little bit. Uh, I hear and then they get to the Super Bowl, and they're going to be out there. Uh, that's right. <laughs> they are like, going to be out there. So it's like, oh, man. Uh, hey, Dad, can I go with you to the Super Bowl <laughs> to watch the Giants? <laughs> yeah, that's dangerous. And then you have a situation like Hoff's house, where his uh, sons of Yankee fans. That's the last thing you want to hear. <laughs> hey, by the way, your dad's a Mets fan. How do you think he felt? I don't think he cared as much. Well. How? I don't know. He's a diehard Met fan. It's you're no, no, the same I, thing. You know though. what's funny? It's it's a good it's a good volley back. I will That's give, funny. I'll, I'll I give never, you. I never even thought about that. But here's the all this, this year of constant like, hey, by the way, your kids are Yankees fans. Finally, <laughs> I decided to pull <laughs> back here. No, but here's the truthful answer. It's the Mets are a second love. When your first love is a different team, which is the Brooklyn and always is the Dodgers. Now I heard about that 1955 Dodgers team. I remember when, like when we first had dial-up internet, he'd, he'd jump on these websites and show me. I don't mean Jackie <laughs> and Duke and the and the main players, like these obscure figures, and he knew their batting average pretty much to a T. So the Dodgers were his first team. Loves the Mets, but not like the Dodgers. So I don't think he would be wounded, or he was wounded, the way that Evan would be wounded, or I would be wounded with my kids because. These teams are my first teams. It's first-generation stuff. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. I see your house is worse, but the Yankee Met. Oh, okay, basically, gotcha. that, That's what it comes down to. Thanks. Mm. All right. You're bad, you're bad, <laughs> father, you're bad father, Hoff. Ooh, I'm, t- I'm wow. terrible. I wasn't <laughs> going there. I'm just joking. Jeez. You're a great father. But, but how many fathers say, what did I do to my son? I made him a Mets fan. Yeah. He yeah. let his son be a Yankee fan. Good for them. That's a good point. Well, so well, you're well, a great yeah, father, yeah, Hoff. Yeah, yeah, you're good, a great father, Hoff. No, well, good for them if the Yankees remain the Yankees. If the Yankees go on the toilet and Cohen starts buying championships, not good for them. I don't want to be the cause of the misery, though. Mm. I don't want that. My dad made me do this. No, so no, did, no. They, did they pick? They picked this. Yes, I tried. Mm. I have pictures of them with Mets so, jerseys. So on. they independently said we're going to be Yankee fans. Well, you know that not, J- not literally. JD, but, yeah. JD, and Nicholas are my stepkids. Yes. So yes, their father yes. is a Yankee fan. So I think that mm. that helped sway it. But Anthony, who's my five year old, he he followed JD's suit. He chose the Yankees to follow JD. Oh, now, so when you guys, that, you had no chance. I had no chance with an older sibling. Zero chance. Yeah, even if it's a half sibling, you had no chance. He yeah, does want, want a Pete Alonso jersey. I'm winning you, there. You want to emulate the older brother. I get that. Yeah. But when you guys play the show, does he always reach for the Yankees or does he have no. to mess around with the Mets? He wants to change. He changes teams every day. He does. Uh. He's like, I want to be the Marlins. I want to be the Diamondbacks. Okay. I'm like, he's, so five. he's a baseball fan. It's yeah, great. Huge. That's huge I know he is. I know. Mm. All right. Let's get back to the phones. 877-337-6666. Let's go to uh, Charlie in Totowa. And he is on the fan. What's up, Charlie? Hey, guys, great show. Huge Giant fan. All right. Let's go NFC East, three teams. Here's my question. I'm listening to everybody this morning talking, and I just want your opinion on this. I watched the game. Yes, Dallas played a little bit better, but here's my question. They're putting Dallas, oh, Dallas is back. 
was Dallas really, really that superior? Or is it an indictment of the problems Tampa Bay has? Yeah. I mean, I look on the It's more the latter. At at their coach, emotionless, et cetera. So, again, I'm glad for the NFC East. I like our chances better this week against Philly than I do Dallas against the Niners. Agreed. But I just think it's more of an indictment on, I don't want to use the word terrible, because they are, but just how bad. Flawed. They're a flawed team. Yeah, they're very flawed. flawed. No, you're, they're, they're an 8-19. Yep. 8-19. Yeah, no. And you're, one last, yep, one last thing, guys. I'll let you go. Yeah. You this? Philly, been there. I used to officiate college basketball going down there. If there was no sporting events in Philly, all the fans go to the airport and they boo the bad landings. <laughs> That's just what they do. Yeah, I got you. It's rough. Yeah. Like, I just think it's more of an indictment how four. I mean, they were eight and nine. Eight and nine going in, and again, they won a division. In, in a bad, and by the way, Charlie, in a bad division, and they were eight and nine. Those teams stunk. Historically Saints, bad. Saints, Panthers, Falcons. Yeah, they, look, they. Come on. On an, any other year. The the Buccaneers, not even any other year, because the division was so bad. So they're probably going anyways. But this is what you could have expected was going to happen with the Buccaneers. It's not like they ever looked really good, except for maybe Week One against the Dallas Cowboys when they were very very healthy. But you know, a, a not very looked at statistic is pass breakups. Like a defender who who did something to to prevent the pass from being completed. Right, whether it's a knockdown, whether it's a you know, a, a, you know, tip or whatever it may be. The Buccaneers had two passes defended in this game against Dak Prescott. Now, part of that's because Dak was just on point. He was very good at extending plays, not like panicking, getting out of the pocket, but just holding on to the ball, holding on to the ball, finding a tight end or whoever late uh, and extending the plays. But the Buccaneers couldn't cover. They couldn't rush Dak. And, and uh, ultimately, when they got down to the red zone, they just kept giving up touchdowns. So... But the Buccaneers were a little bit paper champions in the NFC South, and the Cowboys just took advantage of, a, of an inferior squad. Listen, Dallas was favored. Of course they, they were. Dallas as a road, was favored. As a road dog, a road uh, favorite road against favorite. a team that they lost to earlier in the season. Yeah, yeah. Now, granted, it's a different season back in week one than it was in you know week 19, but for still. Sure, for sure. Listen, I think that if I had to give you a quick summary Tampa's offensive line got bent from the outset, Mm -hmm. which led to accuracy issues, which led to uh, a lot of three and outs, which led to a lot of punts, which led to a lot of short fields, which led to a lot of points for the Bucs. Pardon me, for the Cowboys. That was nice, though. And it's a pretty basic thing, but I thought they did a good job showing it when was Schultz the... Schultz, I think, was the second touchdown, if I'm not mistaken, right? Was he number two? Schultz was the first Was one. he one or two? I think he was the first Was he one. number one? Yeah. Either way, they showed how, how how Dak froze off the safety yeah. and really made him, from the safety's point of view, kind of lean a little bit to the right because Dak was looking him there, and then at the last second, you know, he was just baiting him. He knew Schultz yeah. was open to the safeties left. It was, it was. An, I mean, Dak played very well. Yeah, there was. it was cover three. So there's three deep safeties. The, the middle safety... Um, has an has the option like there's two vertical routes on the outside and this in this tight end running up the middle. The safety's got to do something. He's got to react to what he sees. He sees Dak's eyes left, so he cheats a little bit left. Dak finally comes back right and hits Dalton Schultz right up the seam. It's a great. It's a great throw. It was great play design. Yep. Dak has executed it. Yeah, I like Schultz. He had a little bit of a quiet season. Yeah, but I like him. I do like him. Eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. All right, so. 
Tiki and Tierney here on The Fan. Just a heads up, we've got uh, usually Julian Love. Julian's been with us all season here on the show, but with practice today at a different time, obviously, that's most important. Get ready for Philly. Uh, we're going to punt Julian to Thursday, so we'll have him. We'll have Carl Banks tomorrow. It uh, looks like we'll get with Ike Reese down in Philly, talk a little smack with those guys on Friday here on the show. And uh, obviously, it's uh, it's pretty much Giants you know, all week here as we just mix in a few other topics. I want to get to this coming up next year. What do you think... When you look at, you know, just a, a, a basic, like a foundation, a contract for Daniel Jones and a contract for Lamar Jackson. How similar, how different, who's got the edge in certain spots. Want to get into that a little bit here. We'll do it coming up next on the Fantiki and Tierney Show. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 